welcome everyone to the Witch Doctor podcast. So today I just kind of wanted to start out with an introduction. Um, tell you a little bit about myself, about my family, kind of go through some of the issues and topics that we'll be covering over the course of the podcast. Um, yeah, so first off, why? Why did I decide to become one of the thousands of other people that I've picked up a microphone and decided to make a podcast lately? There's a couple different answers. Um, One is because I've been on a huge healing journey the last year or so. Just really trying to find myself again. Find out what my true purpose is. Just call it a midlife crisis if you want. But... (laughs) Just really trying to figure out who I am besides a mom and a wife. Who Amanda is. So. In order to do that, I have done a lot of talking and sharing my stories. And a lot of people get annoyed at that. Because I'm... I trauma dumb sometimes. But I'm honestly a very open person. Not because I want everyone to know my business. But because I know from personal experience that you can help someone by sharing your story. You can give someone hope by sharing your story. Even if 10 people get mad and don't think that you should let anybody know what's going on. If you help that one person that does see it and doesn't even say a word. Then I take that as a win. So... If one person gets anything out of this podcast, then my job's done. And that's what I'm aiming to do with this. It helps me be an outlet and help myself on this end of the healing. But it also gives me an opportunity to help others. So, I kind of wanted to use this one, like I said, to introduce myself. So, my name is Amanda. I am sick right now, so over the next few weeks I may sound a little different and I apologize if I have to take a second and cough or try not to die. But my name is Amanda. I'm 31. I'll be 32 later this year. I have a husband. We've been married five years, excuse me, in June. We've been together for seven years now. I have two boys from a previous marriage. They're 13 and 9. And my husband gave me my bonus daughter, who is 11. Um, A 13-year-old. I am a basketball mama. He also plays tennis. He does choir. He absolutely loves sports. He loves his little friend group. My bonus daughter, cheerleader, tumbler... She's also in choir. And then you have my nine-year-old, who is mommy's boy through and through. (laughs) And he doesn't really like any kind of sports. He did soccer for a while, but he is my ADHD kiddo. And he just hasn't found whatever it is that really clicks with him yet. And that's perfectly fine, so... He's just kind of doing his own thing, going to all these games and practices, and (laughs) 
doing whatever he needs to do. So, I actually am a lunch lady at their school. So, I have joint custody of my boys. But, because I work at their school, I get to see them even on the weeks that I don't have them. Because we do one week at my house and one week at dad's house. So, it's kind of nice. And that's one reason why I went to the school. Because then, even on the weeks that I don't have them, I still get to see them every day. And I can still go give them a quick hug or talk to them, ask how their day's going, whatever. If something happens, then I'm right there. Before I worked in the cafeteria at the school, I was actually a food service director at a nursing home. And I worked ridiculous hours, had to cover ridiculous amounts of shifts. Got to the point where I spent twice as much time at work as I did at home. I missed so many basketball games, so many choir concerts. That's the main reason why I left. Because you cannot get that time back. We are given so much time with our children, especially before they're even out of school. Those years all go by in the blink of an eye. And I was working through every one of them. I would either get pictures sent to me or would get phone calls after, text messages after, updating me. And I realized that that's not how I wanted my kids to be raised. That even though I was making decent money, it didn't matter because I never had time to spend it. I never had time to enjoy it. So I took a massive pay cut and decided to work at the school. And it's been life-changing for me, for the kids for my mentality, um, my mental health, 100%. That job was so stressful, and it never ended. I'm honestly still not used to all the breaks and weekends off that I get now. So it's definitely been a learning experience. Um, besides that, I also have a baking business, a home baking business. Uh, it's almost two years old. I do anything from decorated cookies to cookie trays, hot cocoa bombs, three-tier wedding cakes, cinnamon roll cakes, cupcakes, anything you bake, pretty much. I've conquered the macaron. I've done it all. <laughs> if not, then I'm willing to try. But I'm actually kind of taking a break from that right now just because... We've done the farmer's markets the last two years over the summers. And if you've never been part of one, <laughs> you underestimate how much work it takes. Especially, I also crochet, so I see that end of it. You can make things and have a supply of physical things. Well, with baking, you have to rebake all of that every week. <laughs> so if you have a market on Saturday morning, you're baking prepping what you can all through the week and doing the majority of your baking and labeling Friday night. There's so many times that my husband and I barely either stayed up all night and went to the market in the morning or got a couple hours sleep and still didn't get everything done that I wanted done. And then you go to the market and you may sell out, you may not. You may come back with half of what you just spent all that time making. So it's amazing and fun and I'm did so well. Absolutely amazing. But it's exhausting. 
and that goes back to I got to the point here lately where I wasn't enjoying baking like I used to. It was more of a chore than anything, and I dreaded it every time. And our kitchen right now where we're at is so tiny, I just had to kind of take a step back after the first of the year and just kind of reevaluate things. I'm not ending it by any means, and last year was definitely more successful than the year before that. But I'm just kind of taking a break for now. Call it a vacation if you want. So, it kind of goes back to that whole, just with my old job, you get overwhelmed, you get burnt out, don't get to the point where you never ever want to do it again. Like, baking has been my safe haven for so many years, and I don't want to ruin that, I don't want to hate it. So, that's why I'm taking a break, and getting back to just kind of enjoying, experimenting, trying out all these new recipes so that when I am ready to go back out full force, I will be 1000% more prepared than I was in the beginning. So that's kind of nice. And then another hobby that I'd love to talk about is paranormal investigating. A couple years ago, I won an investigation to Madison Seminary that Adam Kimmel was giving away because Project Fear was going to the Indiana State Sanatorium. So we went on this investigation. (laughs) It's six hours away, and of course we picked when it was going to be a snowstorm. We froze to death (laughs) after we got there, but it was the best time ever. And after that, we went a couple more places. This was me with my husband and mainly his family. Actually, yeah, they were all his family. Anyway... Last year, we decided to go to Randolph County Infirmary. We went once with his family, and I wanted to go back, just the two of us, because we didn't really get to investigate as much as I'd like. So, we were there, and we were like, listen, this stuff is expensive if you're just by yourselves. And, you know, you don't always want to go on public hunts, because then you're with 20 other randos that you have no idea who they are. And you have people noise in the background. And so in order to do private investigations, you have to book the whole place. Well, most places are anywhere from $400 to $1,500. So unless you have a larger or at least a medium-sized group of people, it's hard to do it by yourself. So we sat down before we went and we're like, hey. It would be really awesome if we could meet more people to get a group together and start going to all these different places. You know, we said a couple, because we're a couple, that would be easy. Or, you know, who cares? Just a couple friends. We just want to meet more like-minded people that we can go and do this stuff with. And we get there and we're investigating. Me and my husband are just sitting in the basement with some devices. And all of a sudden somebody walks down the hallway you can hear them and we're like oh here we go (laughs) but they came around the corner and I am such an anxious and backwards person swear (laughs) until you get to know me but they walked around the corner I was like you know what you guys just come sit down and investigate with us they were like oh okay 
we ended up spending the rest of the night investigating with them and we added each other on Facebook that night before we left. That was April 1st of last year. This year, so far this year, we are now a part of Covenant Paranormal Research, which is the name that these two, Heather and Shay, came up with before they met us. Turn, Come to find out, when they came down to the basement, their device in their hand had told them to come to the basement where we were at, but we didn't know it at the time. So, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe that people are put in your life for a reason at the right time. And Heather and Shay are two of those people. We have now formed this group with them. We have done dozens of investigations. We have went places that I never imagined I would have been at. I'm so mad at myself. We just went to Villisca Axe Murder House over right after Thanksgiving. And I didn't even get a picture with the damn sign. Like, who does that? <laughs> but I never in a million years would have thought that we would be able to go to Villisca. Or any of the other places. Stark Saloon. Anywhere and everywhere. Like, I don't even know. And we have so much more coming. We have so many scheduled and it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing what you can manifest for yourself. And definitely stay tuned on that part. Because that kind of goes into my next point is um, learning more and growing and coming into my psychic abilities. Again, I said that I've been working on a lot of healing, finding out who I am, loving myself again, whatever you want to call it. Um, part of that is realizing that I can see things, I can hear things, I sometimes just know things. I can feel someone standing in a corner and we'll have a device there and I'll say something and that device will go off as confirmation. And I'll that's another thing I'll be getting more into later on. Excuse me. Um that's been an amazing thing and you know Shay's been on the same journey and we kind of bounce back and forth off each other and it's just she's actually the one that gave me the name the nickname the witch doctor so it's just been full circle and it's been fantastic and as I get into this next point about mental health it has really changed my life because this time last year I was a very different person my depression and anxiety were off the roof. We were living in a camper in my husband's uncle's backyard with three kids all throughout the winter. And it was just a very dark and trying and hard time for me. And I can say the only reason that I am still alive is because of my children. But you know what? That's fine. If that's what you have to lean on through those hard times, anything, whatever you have to lean on, whatever one singular thing keeps you from going anywhere, that's perfectly fine. You are still here. 
And that one thing is keeping you here. So don't let anyone tell you whatever it is. Don't let anyone tell you that that's not good enough. And that that's not enough of a reason. Now, this year, I am at a point where I'm happy to be alive. I have things to look forward to. And it's... When you get past that step, then you get to realize that you're living for yourself again. And that's when you start doing like I'm doing now and I'm losing weight and I'm working out and trying to get healthier. Not for everybody else, but for myself and for my own mental health. So once you get past that fact, yes, please stay alive for someone else. But when you get to the point, keep working to get to that point that one day you will be alive for yourself. And once you get there and you start doing things for yourself again, it's amazing. I struggle with anxiety and manic depression and it's rough and I have just found out at 28 that I have ADHD only got diagnosed because my son was diagnosed and it's just life-changing that's all I can say um I'll get into each of those those will be whole episodes <laughs> didn't mean to get so emotional on this first one but here we are um but seriously just hang in there guys I'm gonna wrap this up because I actually have to get going to basketball practice or no his last basketball game of the season um but I just want to say thank you to everyone if you've made it this far um I'll try to work on my ums I'm sorry <laughs> but just thank you keep keeping on keep pushing keep manifesting all that you deserve because it is out there and you will get it if you try hard enough so love y'all have a good time thank you